Bay Area artist Robert Bechtel is one of America's preeminent photorealist painters. From the mid-1960s to the present, he has created sharply focused pictures of people and street scenes with a special attention to automobiles. In this excerpt from an oral history interview conducted in 2010 for the Archives of American Art, Bechtel talks about using photography as a visual aid, as well as the value of seeing his subjects from different vantage points. An artist who has spent most of his life studying and replicating objects in perspective, Bechtel has a highly developed sense of spatial relationships. The first voice you will hear is interviewer Judith Richards. This interview was funded by the Terra Foundation for American Art. When you first started using the photograph, from what I understand, it was as an aid. Yeah. Because you wanted to be able to make the image convincing and you wanted to look at a photograph. And that seems to be different than other artists who have been grouped at, with you as a photorealist. And their relationship to the photograph seems there's a, there's a range. And you seem to be on one far end of it versus another painter who's really after painting a painting of the photograph of reality. And you're using it as a tool and not, and correct me, not wanting to paint the photograph, the effects on reality of the photographic eye, the camera's version of reality. Well, I mean, it's, it goes, it's both really. Um, I think originally uh, I saw it just as, uh, as an aid, um, a way of remembering uh, what an arrangement looked like um, when it was no longer available to be uh, painted. And or to capture a moment of light? No, not so much that. It was more like, in, um, I mean, you know, the, one, of the, one of the first ones that used a photograph I, I had set up as a still life uh, um, stuff on a, on a dining room table and um, Nancy uh, was sitting at the table reading mm -hmm. and um, I had uh, I think that's called Nancy reading right yeah and maybe it, it maybe it wasn't that that one I think was done entirely um, live there was a photograph. It was the, the, the other painting that was the same format. It was the daytime scene. Um, the, I think it was called Nancy Sitting. Mm -hmm. um, and that one, um, I took a black and white photograph uh, so that I could work on the painting when she wasn't there. Um, so that was really the, the beginning of it. And I was sort of using it in the same way that, uh, um, you know, illustrators use photographs just as a... Um, mm -hmm something to uh, offer uh, reference material when, when not there. And the, the particular viewpoint of the camera didn't enter into the mix, you know, in my mind at, at all at that point. Um, I mean, at that time I was using a, um, like a Rolleiflex, uh, you know, old-fashioned to an acquire square format um, and so that has a certain 
kind of distortion, which is very different from the distortions of a 35 millimeter with a you know, 50 millimeter lens. And um, so it wasn't until I started using uh, color film and shooting stuff outside the house that the uh, photography aspect of it became uh, apparent to me. I was basically, you know, still thinking of the, you know, the camera was simply showing me what I saw. And, it, you know, I, I wasn't originally aware of uh, those distortions playing a part. But, you, you know, you can't photograph things like architecture or uh, automobiles without, you know, soon learning that where you stand in relation to what you're shooting makes a big difference that, uh, you know, those distortions that um, inevitably come into play. And so once you're aware of that, you begin to see how that's something to be um, played, paid attention to, but uh, maybe to be uh, you know, kind of manipulated or, or played with. Um, you know, how close you are to the car affects the dis how much of the foreshortening is distorted, whether you're seeing it at a three-quarter view, you know, or whether you're seeing it full on uh, from the side, uh, make, make big differences. And there, when, you know, for the eye seeing it, um, it becomes kind of seamless. You know, if you're looking at it, you're up fairly close to the car from the back. You're not really paying that much attention to the foreshortening. You're only looking at this object and you move across the street. You're still looking at the same object, but all of the lines and so on that you're looking at have totally changed. And you don't realize that unless you start to draw from one or the other of those positions or to photograph it, you know, from one or the other of those positions. And all of a sudden, the distortions start to be, you know, a part of it. And you know, and then it, it's not just that. It's then you, the the whole um, aesthetic of the snapshot and um, the uh, photographic uh, time versus painting time, and there are, there are all these issues that start to uh, um, become. Um, the issues are always there. It's just a matter of becoming aware of them. I think I became more aware of them as we moved into the 1980s than I was when I was mm -hmm. first using the, uh, the Canon. 